Welcome back, sporting fans, to another spectacular episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, of course, am your host, Steve, and I am joined again by a man who was once in love with an answering machine. You all know him as the lovable Logan. She just had a fantastic voice. It happens, man. I get it. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, I'm not judging you for it. I get it. I appreciate that. Well, unfortunately, that's the happiest part of our entire podcast today. Yep. Maybe not. I mean, you know, we're not talking about a loss, so that's good at least. No, we're not. Um, but we're not talking about a win. No, no. So process of elimination, we're talking about a postponed get no, uh, a draw with Colorado, 0-0 draw. It's about as boring of a result as you can get. That's true. Um, now, I will say, uh, as a soccer fan, it was still exciting. I still had fun. I enjoyed the game. Yeah, uh, I was very cold. Uh, anybody who listened last week knows I was at the game. I live in mm-hmm. Colorado, so of course I went. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a pretty decent uh, turnout. I don't know what it looked like on TV, but I don't know if they even showed it. Um, Not you guys, no. I looked we, for it. We had a pretty decent uh, turnout, and I would say uh, we were... Uh, just about as loud, if not louder, than <laughs> their sec- their supporter section, who only cheered random times. It wasn't wasn't great. I don't uh, doubt it. But we we didn't cheer near as much as I hoped we would. There wasn't near as much singing. Um, but we did occasionally. When we did, it got rowdy. Um, but honestly, it played in well because I was sitting in like the fourth row, mm-hmm. uh, so I got to scream at the players, and I know for a fact they heard me because I was the <laughs> only one on that side of the field making any noise, including Colorado <laughs> fans. So love um, it. I had a lot of fun doing that, but good. Uh, as far as the game went, uh, it, it was exciting. There was some exciting moments, um, I suppose. But you know, disappointing result. But at the same time, you know, a point on the road is always good. Everybody likes a point on the road. That's what they always say. And by the end of the year, if you look back and you can average a point on the road, that's good. So yeah, you know, we got, we got to look at it from there. But but yeah, opening thoughts. What are your opening thoughts on the game? Maybe yeah. Some. Honestly, it's one of those where going into it, if you told me we were going to get a point, I would have been incredibly disappointed. After 30 minutes in that game, if you told me we finished at the point, I am thrilled because of the way we looked in the first 30 minutes, especially yep. defensively, yep. was horrific. Yep. We kept getting beating over top. We kept letting silly defensive plays. And I, I, you and I have talked about this, and it's my biggest pet peeve as a soccer fan. The number of times I saw hands just going up in the air mm-hmm. drove me insane. Mm-hmm. If I'm a coach and I see players sticking their hands in the air and stopping, I am benching that player. Yeah, You do not stick your hand in the air. You run. You play the game. You play until the whistle. Yep. Um, so it was just, it felt like poor efforts. It, it felt like nobody showed up. Um, and I don't know if Colorado was throwing stuff at them they weren't ready for, but it just they weren't prepared for the game. To me, yeah, it just I looked bad. I, I don't necessarily know that they were throwing anything at them that they... Well, they obviously were throwing stuff at them that they weren't ready for, but it was stuff yeah. that they shouldn't... That they should. I mean, they were just getting beat over the top in the mm-hmm. first 20 minutes. They literally were just dumping balls over the top, and they were getting outran. Yep. That, that is sixth-grade soccer. Yeah. So, I you know, if they're not ready for it, what are you doing? You yeah, know? exactly. Uh, ben Sweat, in particular, got smoked multiple times in the yep. first half. Yep. Um, that whole left side, Ben, or, uh, ben Sweat, and uh, honestly, half the time I looked, it seemed to be Volader, and the other times it seemed to be Fantas. Yeah. Um, so I think it, but I think it was more Ben Sweat who was getting burned 
um, and maybe the center backs were just expecting him to be able to keep up, and he wasn't. Or maybe yeah. he was biting on something. Um, from where I was, it was really hard. They were on my side of, or our half of the field, mm-hmm. but they were on the other side, so it was yeah, really hard sure. for me to see offside lines. Maybe, like you're saying, he was throwing his hand up and wasn't chasing down the player. Yeah. And then the I ref was like, no, no, not offside. Um, except for yeah. the goal, which was just blatantly offside. It wasn't even close. I don't I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was a Colorado weird one. Fans don't know what offsides is because uh, <laughs> that was the first time I got to make the Colorado fans in the section next to us mad. But yeah, um, yeah. no, our our defense looked lost in that first part. They were just getting burned. They did step yep. up and get a little better. And they the did. second half, they did get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their back line looked pretty much what I expected. They they always have good defense. Yeah, um, Abubakar, man, that man's a problem. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Um, I know our our good buddy uh, Wade, who we were going to try to have as a guest on this uh, this episode because he was at the game with me, um, but we couldn't couldn't get it lined up to make it work properly. So sorry, Wade. Um, we will have you on one at some point. I promise. Yeah. Um, but he hates Abubakar more than any human being on the planet, <laughs> um, and he kept yelling it to him every time Abubakar was by us. It was really funny. Um, but then Abubakar just kept. Every time we'd get a through ball where I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, there it is, he'd come in with a slide tackle and just yep. knock it down. And Man, he had a, he had a good game. He stopped. He, he probably single-handedly stopped four goals. Yep. Or at least four goal opportunities. Yeah. Uh, because, honestly, their other problem that we had was their goalkeeper showed Oof. up. Man. He, you know, he had uh, 11 saves. Yep. Um, he went back-to-back saves, mm-hmm. back-to-back point-blank saves twice yep. in the second half. Yep. Uh, one off of uh, Eric Tommy's free kick, and then the immediate follow-up, he saved both of those. Yeah. Um, and then he saved another one point blank, and another Willie Agata, one across the thing, which I don't know how he got a hand to that one. Because he was leaning either. the other way from the first save, and both of those were right in front of us, so it was cool to see. It was really close. And, you mm-hmm. know, I love I love goalkeepers. So, <laughs> But I don't know how I don't know how he did that. But yeah. he, he had a good game. And that's uh, and that that made it hard for us. That does, and I mean, credit where credits due. He played an incredible game, especially in that second half. He came up with some big, big saves, and that does make it hard to compete. And that makes it hard to score goals when you've got a goalkeeper playing lights out. So, yep. credit where it's due. I mean, but that being said, our offense still scares me. And I yep. know we've got players out. I know that there's a lot of attacking power that's sitting on the injury report. But uh, we got to start getting some goals going. We can't yep. always rely on on Polito and Johnny, and, and we just can't always rely on those guys. And Gatikinda, like they won't always be there. We still have to be able to score goals without them sometimes. I agree. Um, so. And you know, uh, Shallowy last night kind of looked lost. Honestly, yeah. There were several times, especially in the second half, because, again, we were on that side, on the left side, mm-hmm. so he was coming down, and there were several times where I'm like, okay, there's a pass, yep. and he just didn't look up or mm-hmm. looked up and didn't take the pass for whatever re- I'm not really sure what he was doing. I don't um, know. But he looked pretty lost. Um, yep. Willie had a few good looks. He did mm-hmm. miss a couple. Uh, one, j- he literally just missed the ball, or he hit it, but, like, barely. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably has a little bit to do. It's the second game of the season. It was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know. He's from the middle of Africa, so I'm right. sure playing in 30-degree weather is probably not super easy for him. No, that's a um, that's a problem for him, I'm sure. But it is early, so I, I still think he'll be good. And the other thing that I didn't really think about until I got to see them live, seeing them live helped me a little bit with the whole Willie Agata frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not 
we do not have Johnny Russell playing right wing right now. Correct. Johnny Russell does several things really well, but one thing he does really well is draw defenders. It's true. Kyrie Shelton and Maurice J- Mar- Marino Janice doesn't. They do not do that. Correct. That's very true. So he d- he hasn't had as many open looks because he's got at least two defenders standing right next to him. Yeah. Big defenders too. Like we were yeah. talking about, he's going up against linebackers last year or last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when Johnny's on the field and Shallowy and we've got Eric Tommy, like those defenders ha- are distracted by other things. Yeah. So they're not focused on Willie. And I think that mm-hmm. that we get if we get Johnny back, um, that's gonna help because I, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna have or even Polito. If Polito comes back and starts playing on the wing, which I think will happen, mm. um, I think we I think we're gonna see the more I watch and the more I think about it, um, I think we're gonna see Polito playing a wing more mm. than we're going to see him playing a striker. Um, and he's going to, especially with Johnny being injured mm-hmm. and probably not going to be a hundred percent for a while. Um, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more rotation between those two because Willie is more of a, he's not a possession guy. He's not going to dribble around with the ball and find a pass. He is more of a, I'm going to turn and shoot. I want to score this goal. I'm going to score goals for you. So mm-hmm. if we can pull those defenders away from him and open it up for it, he's going to start scoring goals again. Yeah. Um, and Polito is more of a playback kind of thing, so I think he may actually fit in a little bit more on a wing. Um, maybe we see some four four two type stuff instead of four three three, but um, yeah, who knows? Which but which on that point, I mean, I mean, you and I were texting the first game. We saw that that they were playing a four four two. I mean, it was it was pretty evident for a good chunk of the game. Uh, and when I was prepping for this episode, I actually was looking at the um, the lineup on ESPN. MLS website. Um, they actually have it listed as a four four two. Oh, I was gonna say I noticed uh, that it was listed on ESPN as a four four two. But if anybody has ever watched soccer, they know that ESPN is never right when it comes to formations. So <laughs> right. I did not see that it was also on the MLS website. It was on the Major League Soccer website. It showed a four four two formation, uh, which is very interesting, especially considering our lineup that we posted on. On socials mm. was the traditional four four three or four uh four four three lineup. Four three three, thank you. So I don't know. It was it was interesting and you know, maybe we see more of that four four two coming going forward. Mm. I think it opens up some interesting options for us. Yeah, I I, I think it does too. Um and I am that makes me excited for some young guys that are on the bench uh, yep. that can, that are going to get some time that uh, got some time last night. I'll be a little bit. Yep. Um, f- I think it's going to open up things for Felipe a little bit. He's very clearly going to be as at Roger Espinosa 2.0. Yeah. Um, now I don't know if he'll play with us for 15 seasons, kind of thing. Maybe he will. Um, but he, I mean, he's he's replaced him in both games. So mm-hmm. I think you and I got that right. That's what's going to Espinosa is yep. probably going to start a lot, um, which. Uh, making me uh, eat my words. Roger looked pretty good yesterday. He was ama- he was all over the place. Roger looked uh, good he was, yesterday, and he was very tired when he came off. And uh, <laughs> after the game, he came over and talked to his uh, family, uh-huh. who were sitting right next to us. So he was standing oh, nice. two feet from me, and nice. he looked like he needed a nap and a Bud yeah, Light. I bet <laughs> that's what he looked like he needed. But uh, Cam Duke is one that I'm very probably a about. probably a Modelo. Let's be honest. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cam Duke, another one that I think is going to get more time as the yeah. season goes on. Um, I am taking full credit for him getting put in the game. <laughs> uh, they were warming up right in front of us in our corner. Yeah, uh, the whole game. So I was mm-hmm. yelling and talking to him back and forth. I mean, he didn't say anything back. He, you know, kind of thumbs up a couple times, but that sure. was it. 
Um, but then when Peter came out after the, at halftime, mm-hmm. uh, everybody was quiet. We all cheered for him and everything, and then he walked by us. Um, and I yelled, Peter, put in Duke. He's got a goal in him. And he subbed him in. Yeah. So, And I also yelled at Duke. I was like, you're going to score today, and if you do, can I have your jersey? So I'm certain if he would have scored, he would have given me a jersey. Uh, yeah. Now, he only gave him like three minutes to play, right. so he didn't score. But he was yeah. – honestly, there were several times if he could have got a pass from Shallowy mm-hmm. uh, or Leibold, which is another uh, – was another uh, good player. Mm-hmm. La- agree. Uh, last night, but yeah. um, if he could have just got a pass from Leibold, he had a couple wide open shots that could have gone in. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm excited to see more Cam Duke. More uh, agreed. This year. Yeah, I think we've got some good young guys that'll that'll definitely put in some good minutes. And I mean, Hernandez really seems like he's becoming Peter's first sub. Yep. Uh, or, or at least close to it. Um, yeah. He did that a lot last year. Um, he's a good 60 minute sub he's going to put in a good 30 minutes for you. So, Yeah, and I think he's going to play – he's going to have a few 90-minute games, especially in the summer. And, yeah. You know, especially if it's going to be him and Roger. He's going to get some starts too, and I think sure. he's, he's sure. absolutely capable of playing at the same level of all these guys. And he put some mm-hmm. pretty decent, like, in-balls into the box and stuff from, from far – which is what Roger likes to do. Yeah. Man, it, it's literally like watching a young Espinoza <laughs> when watching him play. So. It I is. think that that's going to be great. Hopefully, he's with us just as long as Espinosa is, and mm-hmm. maybe 15 years from now, you and I will be like, "Oh, we signed Felipe again." <laughs> Here's hoping. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, uh, any other players that you that really look good to you? Um, yeah, but let's let's move into our our uh, MVPs and NVPs, and oh, I'll talk you a little go, more about them. You want to go into that one more that I do want to mention because I want to give oh, him sure. credit because he is a fan of the show, uh, Mr. John Paul Scamp. He really looked great. I mean, he made he made some great saves. Sure. Um, he several. He had four saves. Uh, probably more. I'm I've always been a lot looser on what I give a save for than what the actual mm-hmm. st- you know statistic statistical save, but yeah. Uh, he did a lot of good stuff. Uh, he definitely looks like a number one keeper and makes me cry because I don't think we're going to see Tim Emilia anymore, no. except for you know, the games where we saw Pulse Camp last year before Melia's injury. We might see Melia in that, but honestly, it'll probably be Kendall McIntosh. Yeah, I, so. I mean, I texted you this, but the fact that he's not been on the injury report for two weeks and the fact that he has um, not been in the roster, the game day roster whatsoever, you're not doing that except for one of two reasons. Uh, if he's not playing well enough, which I don't think that's the case with Timmy or you're getting ready to deal him. I, I think, I think they have a buyer. They're really close on it. That's the reason he's not playing because you're not going to risk injury. So could be, it could be very similar. I know I heard with the, uh, Rosero, uh, our new center back who Mm -hmm. it was brought to my attention last episode. We mentioned that we had just signed a center back and gave no more information about it. <laughs> uh, so that is on us. That is bad. We should not have done that. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's fair. Uh, but I know currently right now they're still waiting on him to get all of his stuff so that he can come play. Um, right. And I believe there is a deal in place, uh, or at least uh, where he doesn't play any more games, but he still practices with them. Right. Um, that is usually da- uh, the case. Daniel Rosero is his first name. I was trying to look up his first name, make sure I didn't get it get it wrong. But Daniel Rosero is our signing. Um, mm-hmm. He comes from, I believe, the Portuguese league. Is that right? That sounds correct. Yeah, I believe he is. Uh, 
I believe he's from the Portuguese League. Uh, he plays for Junior is the team that he plays for, which is the top team in that league. Mm-hmm. Um, so that tells me there's no way we get we sign a player that is a the number one starter center back for the number one team in his respective league uh, mm-hmm. and isn't expecting to come over here and start. Yeah. No, I would so agree with he's, that. I mean, I think he's definitely Colombian, uh, fellow Colombian oh. side. So it's a Colombian. Colombian gotcha. League. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think he's absolutely expecting to start, but I believe from what I've heard, he's having some issues with his visa, as happens every single time we sign a player because we don't yep. live in New York or L.A. So right. uh, we, for some reason, have problems. Um, but I believe he is. they have an agreement where he will not play in games, but he is still practicing with them. So that I wonder if yeah. you're right, Tim Mealy is the same kind of thing. No games, mm-hmm. no travel, but he still practices, so he's fit. Yeah, and I think uh, that's the typical uh, expectation. Um I mean, you look at baseball, they pull guys in the middle of games because trades are getting ready to happen and they don't want the guy exactly. to get injured. So that's that's pretty common. So I think that's what's happening. And it sucks because I love Timmy, but yeah. I just don't think I don't think he's got a spot on this roster anymore. Well, uh, I guess we should we'll transition from that. Uh, like you said, we'll go over to the MVP. Uh, give me your most valuable player. Well, Mr. Logan. Um, yeah, for me, my most valuable player um We've we mentioned him just a little bit, um, but Roger Espinoza looked incredible. That man was all over the field. He was making plays offensively and defensively. He got a couple shots on goal. Now, granted, they weren't great shots on goal, but they were on target. Um, True. They or if you don't shoot, anytime you're putting goal on you know ball on target, it's a good thing. Um, so offensively, defensively, um, that man was moving, and especially considering how old he is credit where it's due like that was impressive so um yeah my mvp goes to roger espinoza awesome i agree with that one he was all over the place like i said at the end of the game he looked like he needed a beer which roger i know you're a listener Mm -hmm. uh, if you hit us up on twitter (laughs) which i didn't have last week but i have this week if you hit (laughs) us up on twitter at ptw underscore pod yeah it's the same format as our other podcast in (laughs) case you guys are listeners to that PTW underscore podcast. Roger, hit us up. Logan will buy you a beer because yes, I live I in Colorado will. now. Logan will buy you a beer anywhere you want, anytime you want. Absolutely. Uh, not to volunteer you for that, but if you say no, well, why would you say no to that? Yeah, no, Roger, I will buy you a beer. Absolutely. Um, also, if anybody else wants to hit us up on Twitter, give us a follow, give us a comment. Let us know what you think. Yep. Uh, so my MVP yes. uh, is pretty obvious, I think. Uh, it's the video assistant referee. <laughs> I don't know how I could give it to anything but the VAR Ooh. because they they correctly pulled back two goals. Yep. Um, that Boy, that second one though. That second one was close, but it, it was on the goal that we were on, and they kept showing the replay mm-hmm. uh, on the in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny because they kept they zoomed in on the replay on the ball. Yep. And they kept pausing it when the ball bounced on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because uh, everyone in the stadium's freaking out because the ball bounced across the line. And I'm literally like, guys, I'm watching the same replay. It's paused right now. You can clearly see that the edge of the ball hasn't crossed the line. Correct. Like, you guys are showing the replay, and you're just ignoring yeah. this half the ball, but you're looking at this half Correct. the ball. It's, it's so the like, overhang of the ball that confuses everybody. Yes. Everybody, oh, nobody gets that right. Right. So yeah. I'm like, it's it's not it's sh- they're showing you right there. It's not yeah. a goal. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that is my MVP, very clearly. Video assistant referee. Good one. I we like that one. We appreciate you. We appreciate yeah. you. This week. We appreciate yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, so, Logan, you're Where were you in a... Hang on. Where were you playing RSL two years ago, yeah. bud? Exactly. Uh, give me your not valuable player, your MVP, yeah. Logan, MVP. For me, it's kind of a tough one because there's a couple places I kind of... But we mentioned him before. Daniel Shalloway, the man just looked lost. He didn't know where to go. He didn't have the passes. Um, it was just... It's weird because that's not Daniel. Daniel's normally a solid soccer player. So the fact that he just didn't know what he was doing, that was weird. So, I mean, for me, he just looked bad. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, He's also my MVP. Um, And I know normally we try to have different ones so we don't create them for each other. uh, Reference to our other podcast, Rock Before Upload, uh, TRU underscore pod on Twitter. Um, But, yeah, Daniel Daniel Shalloway is also my my MVP. Um, Yeah. He just just didn't quite – I don't know. It was, fru- it was frustrating because he looked kind of out of sorts, and mm-hmm. he had a couple shots, but they weren't great shots. Yeah. Um, he had some bad passes. He missed a lot of open lane passing that I may I don't I didn't watch it on TV. Maybe you couldn't see it on TV. It is easier to see these things in person, especially mm-hmm. if you like like you and I watch a lot of soccer yeah. and no soccer. I can see these passing lanes that he's just not seeing. Harder to see on the field to be, to give credit. Yeah. Um. But. No, and he couldn't get the ball to Willie the few times that Willie was open. I'm like, oh, he's right there, and then no pass. And I, yeah. Yeah, he he was my mm-hmm. MVP. I hope and uh, pray that he – this is the last time he's my MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't – not even if you have a bad game, that's fine. Just don't be my MVP anymore. Exactly. So. Um, so, all, all right. right, good ones. Let's uh, we're gonna do a little MLS recap here, and then we'll go yeah. to our favorite section: good, bad, and ugly. Um, however, we're do gonna it. do our MLS recap just a little bit differently this week. Okay. Because I had some I had some listener feedback uh, that I thought was actually really good, and I like it. Okay. Love it. Um, they basically said I don't care about every single game, and Perfect. I said I don't really either. I just go down the list and read them. <laughs> but the more I thought about it, and the more they suggested, they want to hear best of the rest. So okay. very simple, you and I pick our best of the rest game, and we just kind of talk about just a few games that we want to talk about. Okay. So it'll it. kind of tie in perfectly to our good, bad, and ugly. Um, I think the most obvious best of the rest for me is going to be LAFC in Portland. That game mm. was awesome. That was a great game. Yeah. Um, plus they got their uh, – LAFC got their championship rings beforehand. Yep. Elie. I wrote down Elie in all caps, two exclamation marks, and then I wrote sad face. Yeah. So that pretty much sums that up. But uh, yep. 3-2 win for LAFC over Portland. Uh, plus, mm-hmm. I like watching Portland get beat after uh, they beat us last <laughs> week. So That's always good. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's that's probably my top best of the rest. Uh, do you have one? I know I kind of sprung this on you, but w- I'm sure yeah. you watched some other games. What do you got? Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, a really good game and one that we'll hint, hint, talk about a little bit later. Um, St. Louis-Charlotte. Uh, St. Louis looked good um i mean rarely do we see expansion teams look good like this but they looked really really good against charlotte and i mean granted charlotte's not uh, not the best team in the league but the fact that they're in their inaugural season and they came out and they beat charlotte three to one it was good it was a good result for them Uh, and they did it in deciding fashion like watching the game it wasn't just uh, you know it wasn't dinky goals like they earned their win so credit where it's due, like they, 
It was really well, really, really good game. Yep, that's that's uh, one I figured you were going to pick. Yeah. Um, just a couple other ones to mention because they were good. FC Dallas, 3-1 to one over over uh, LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Ferreira, Fer- Fer- I can't say his last name. Do you know how to say it? Ferreira? Ferreira, yeah. Ferreira, okay. Um, yeah. Who I realized when we did our prediction two episodes ago, we did not do a golden boot, but he was my golden boot prediction. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was my golden boot prediction. I'll put it out there now, I guess. That's so it's fair. still at the beginning. Um, yeah, yeah. He had a the, they had a three one win, um, and then of course the Revolution uh, beat Houston Dynamo three to nothing. Only reason I mm-hmm. mentioned that is because again, any day Houston loses is a good day. Good day. And the only other one, let's look up real quick and see. Uh, yep, RSL lost. Seattle scoring two more goals. Jordan Morris has three goals in two games. Yep. Yeah, Jordan Morris oh. looks good. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Let's get to our favorite segment, everyone's favorite segment, and then we'll let the everyone's get out favorite. of here. A little good, bad, and ugly. Logan, give me your good. Let's start out with you. Give me your good. Yeah. I promised I was going to talk about it, and I am. Um, St. Louis's TIFO. I don't yeah. know if you saw the video of oh, it. Oh, I did. I saw it. But that thing was gnarly. It was full stadium. Um, it was re- like the TIFO that was over their supporter section was referencing like the song about St. Louis. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember it now. But um, it was full stadium TIFO. It was spelling out stuff. It was colors. It was awesome. It was good. The energy in that stadium was vibing. It was, it was good. So for me, St. Louis TIFO for the good. I love that. Uh, St. Louis City crowd was one of my goods. Uh, I have mm. another one, but I also wanted to give a shout-out to their crowd. Yeah. Um, also, never in a million years would have thought that all pink would look really cool in a stadium and <laughs> in a uniform and on a pitch, but honestly, I kind of like it. In fact, uh, my wife uh, watch was watching some highlights with me last mm-hmm. night and uh, learned that there's a team that wears pink now and has now threatened to become a St. Louis City fan, which I told her you can't because they're trying to make a rivalry with us, which makes sense because they're in the same state, although they claim to be Missouri's only soccer team. Oof. Okay, I can't make fun of you because you're 2-0 and and we haven't scored a goal yet, but Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to hate them, but I have to because I don't like St. Louis. So my (laughs) good, I'm going to give it to LAFC's championship ring. Yeah. That thing is sweet. It's all black with the gold, which is their colors. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it makes sense. But yep, love it. And, again, this is where I wrote ELEA, all caps, two exclamation marks, and then I just wrote sad face because yep. I'm sad he's not with us, but I could not be happier for ELEA for getting that ring. Yeah. Uh, great. He's the only reason that I like to watch LAFC games other than Will Ferrell mm-hmm. uh, and Carlos Vela. Let's be real. He's fun to watch. Yeah. But, uh, quick uh, fun fact. Uh, Will Ferrell did not have field access. For his game, he is really? the owner, and his badge. They he was in an interview, and he, they could see his badge, and it said "No field access" in big letters. I'm like, the dude owns the team, and he yeah, can't he even get the on the team. field. You think they do that to Patrick Mahomes? No, because Patrick <laughs> Mahomes owns the entire city. Yeah, uh, pretty much. All right, let's let's shift uh, gears here. Give me your bad. I want to know what you didn't like. Uh, my bad is going to. Um, it's actually kind of good but it's bad for them, uh, you know, optics. Uh, but Wooden Spoon Frontrunners, Houston. Uh, Houston looks ugly. Like, they don't look good at all. Um, Steve is very happy for this, as am I. Um, yeah. It's always a good day when ha- when Houston looks bad. But for me, I mean, it's, it seems pretty clear who's taking home the Wooden Spoon this year. So. Yeah, I mean, long season. But, you it's know, true. 
to be fair, we're not that far ahead of them. That is true. So we also haven't scored. So, uh, Very true, but we haven't let up 19 goals in two games. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my bad. I'm going to give it to Charlotte FC. But specifically, I'm giving it to Charlotte FC because they passed the ball to St. Louis's forward and let him have a goal exactly like happened last week. That's very true. <laughs> First of all, how does that happen two games in a row? And yeah. how does that happen two games in a row, period? But how does it happen to the same team two games in I a row? I don't know. Uh, and I specifically wrote, people, quit doing this or we're going to have to listen to how the MLS is scripted. So please, yeah. or at least do it to a different team. If you guys want to pass it to Willie Agata, that anyway. That'd be good. Um, all right, let's give them our ugly, and then we'll get these people out of here. My ugly, um, it's something I already have complained about, and I am mad about it again. Um, MLS's new playoff system. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. I hate it. I hate the whole three um, three games in the first round thing. I hate it. It's We're trying to Americanize soccer, and we're going to ruin it. Um, I hate that nine teams from each conference make the playoffs. That is 62% of the teams in the league make the playoffs. That is the highest percentage of every major sport in the U.S. We get mad at how many teams in the NBA make the playoffs, and MLS is worse. Yeah. Um, I've given a little more thought to this uh, MLS playoffs thing. Um, and I hate the three-game opening yeah. round stuff. hate that. Yep, I don't just it's so it's so much better with the drama of the one game. I, yep. I just like it better. It's why the March Madness is so successful. Yep. Um, the more I think about it, I don't, I don't necessarily hate the ninth team. It's more that I don't care because in my mind, it's it's just more teams. So more soccer. More soccer is always good. I will never complain about more soccer. Yeah. And I still feel even if you add a ninth team, the team that's supposed that's supposed to win will win. Mm-hmm. Even if that is the nine seed, if they go out there and beat, especially now in a three game play, a three game series, if you go out and beat the two seed or what, I don't remember what it lines up being, but if you go out there and beat the higher seed in a three game series, well, good for you, good job, it's going to be exciting. No, um, I still don't. It devalues it devaluizes the regular season. It makes it worth far less. You can have a crappy regular season and still make the playoffs and have a run and win a championship. Regular season has to be heavily valued. That's so. true, but I mean, I don't think it's quite as bad as like uh, NBA and NFL because you're not nobody's going to make the playoffs with a losing record. And if you think about like last year, the playoff standings, well, we finished twelfth, but we were only like two points off of eighth who made the playoffs. So like that that little group right in there, maybe not two points, it's probably more than that, but that little group right in there between like seven and ten are usually really close. Yeah. So I uh, just you know. I hate it. I think it's ugly. Yeah. I think well I think it, we'll have to see how it plays out, yeah. I guess. But all right, give right, your last one. My ugly I, I have two here, but they kind of tie in. Uh okay. eleven teams did not score a goal this week. Yeah. Eleven teams. We had three zero zero draws. Yep. That sucks. That's ugly. That's not fun yep. soccer, including us. No. We were one of them. And again, yep. uh, it kind of ties into that. Two games, no goals. That's disgusting. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. We can't seem to finish. We can't get it in the net. I just want to see a net shake for once. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I got. That's my ugly. Let us know on Twitter, PTW underscore pod. Let us know what your good, bad, and ugly are. Also, any thoughts you have. Um, also, if you guys want, let us know who you'd like us to interview from the team. 
and we will do our best. Yes, because we will. Because we're not a very big podcast yet, so we don't have media credentials yet, though I'm working on that, so we'll see. <laughs> Love uh, it. But we appreciate you guys. We appreciate yep. it. Uh, next week, home opener, finally. Finally. Uh, that'll be good. I, s- I saw that it is sold out. Correct. Standing room Standing only. room only is available now, so... Uh, hopefully it ends up being raucous. Hopefully we can get a win. You got a score prediction for us? Um, I do. Um, I'm hopeful. Galaxy are not good. Um, I think. I think we're finally gonna get the monkey off the back. It's gonna be two one sporting. All right, I like that. Uh, I also am going two one, but I'm gonna say two one LA. Mm. Yeah, I think we're. I think we need to get these guys off of the injury report. To sure. solve our problems, and uh, I do think we get a goal at least, uh, but I think our problems are more related to that. And uh, I mean, LA Galaxy still has Chicharito, so that's fair. You know, if Colorado did to our be defensive backline, LA Galaxy's probably going to do the same thing. Um, hopefully, fair. it'll be cold. That might help. Here's that's very true. It could. Either way, let's go sporting. <laughs> Appreciate you, Logan. Have a good week. All right. <laughs>